Welcome to the Deep Hire Podcast, where each episode we explore the worlds of recruiting and staffing, technology, business, and the roles we have within them. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me on another Deep Hire Podcast episode. Today, I am joined by Michael Sojti, the CEO and President of Staffing Soft. On this episode of the podcast, we discuss what Staffing Soft is focused on for the next two to five years, reaching out and listening to your clients so you can better provide them with what they need, and what problems exist right now within the recruiting and staffing industry that need to be solved. All right, and without further ado, here's the episode I recorded earlier today with Michael Sojti. My name is Michael Sajdi. As you mentioned earlier, I'm the president and CEO of a Staffing Soft applicant tracking system. One name for our company is called Staffing Soft Recruiting Software. We've been in business about close to 20 years. Uh, I started one of the uh, initial uh, starts of the company close to 2000, 1999, uh, that actually the company uh, became uh, a product. And since we've been uh, kind of providing product and services to human re- human resource organization and staffing type companies that they are in need of technology and tools in order for them to process their daily activities, recruiting, hiring, and managing uh, and tracking all that activities uh, to find the talent that they need to grow their business. Mm-hmm. What was it like having a software company when the technological boom was just beginning? Uh, had lots of challenges uh, at the same time was very satisfying knowing my background uh, my background I come from a technology type background uh, have a, a double E and uh, kind of masters in computer science studies and uh, so this was kind of a new field for me at the time uh, my experience started in a recruiting uh, type of environment at the time I had a staffing company which was mostly specialized in IT type recruiting and finding product like ours was very tough. Uh, Those days uh, technology wasn't as vast as today and finding talent uh, was limited to uh, local advertisement, uh, maybe one or two job boards at the time that they barely were new. So therefore, uh, finding the talent and kind of managing that process was much, much difficult uh, and it would take much longer than today's, uh, uh, today's technology and how that has evolved. Definitely. So did you find that it was easy for your company to, to grow because of the technological boom? I'm imagining you guys having unlimited opportunity with a piece of software doing what you do. Uh, that is correct. Uh, obviously, as the technology has grown, so has the competition and number of uh, software that is in the market now. At the time that we started, we probably were part of a five-type companies that actually had similar product than ours. Uh, So it was much easier, uh, lesser effort uh, finding people and really our headache was how do we answer all this request that that is coming in. So it was totally different than today's today's, uh, marketing and advertising that you really have to spend your budget in a way that to find the talent and kind of tweak all the process that is required now simply because of the uh, uh, many product like ours on the market. 
Right, right. Do you have any estimates or predictions for what the recruiting and staffing industry might become in a few years or even down the road 10 years? I know it's hard to predict, but do you have do you spend time thinking about that? Uh, obviously, uh, just like any other industry, as technology has evolved, so has within the uh, recruiting industry. So uh, uh, it become to a point, obviously, recruiting always going to be there regardless of uh, how technology improve and, 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 and become bigger and evolve more. Uh, but uh, in regard to recruiting, uh, technology has been uh, in a way that give the human resource uh, department more time to spend uh, with the talent and employees and less time uh, kind of managing and, and data entry stuff that it was a big deal at maybe a few years back and now uh, because of the technology and, and ways that technology can ease that process uh, for them to uh, manage the uh, uh, many applicants that they receive on daily basis, especially for certain jobs uh, that requires uh, maybe not as much uh, time to spend because of the budget that is involved. So applicant tracking systems like ours assist them so they can focus their time where uh, is needed within the company going through lots of resumes simply because they're looking maybe for a low-level type position. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That is definitely one of the biggest reasons why technology is useful is getting rid of the necessary time for tedious and mundane tasks and especially with recruiting being able to spend more time with with the people that you're recruiting. It's That's such an important aspect of being a successful recruiter is really understanding your candidates and that's definitely something that technology seems to allow for for recruiters i agree i want to know what are some of the challenges right now that your team is trying to solve well challenges is always ongoing it depends on the team and and uh, obviously, as a CEO, there are a number of teams within the company. It depends on if I'm talking to the marketing group, if I'm talking to uh, my developers and the support team. Uh, that kind of varies. But overall, uh, at my level, the challenges is basically figuring out how to go to the next level, what would be the next step uh, moving forward. And obviously, as a CEO, obviously, you always want to increase your revenue. So that's really the main reasons uh, that CEOs are CEOs. Uh, but uh, knowing, knowing that, uh, that it takes a number of uh, detail within each team, uh, the effort and making sure that the team is engaged, uh, they know the, uh, the long-term objectives rather than focusing on short-term. Uh, they all become engaged as far as what, where, what the goal is, where the company wants to be within a year or maybe within five years. So those are some of the stuff that I try to bring to the team, uh, communicate with them as far as things that, uh, what the focus would be, uh, how we can engage, uh, engage them in the process. Uh, obviously, customer satisfaction has been always number 
number one thing for us. Uh, so reaching out to them, uh, figuring out where we stand, uh, what, is, what is their need and how that need has been changing. So we kind of try to look ahead of time based on the clients that we have and kind of figure out or, you know, how many hires they're planning to accomplish, uh, how we can assist them, what they lack, if they're looking for certain vendors that we need to integrate with. And, and those are all the basically process and challenges that comes about and each day obviously brings its own challenges. Definitely. And that's exactly what I'm getting at is when you look at the recruiting and staffing industry and you say, okay, this is where we're working within this industry. There are problems that exist. What are the major problems that you see right now within the industry that you think, and maybe they're not new, maybe they've existed forever. Maybe you're just trying to improve, but I want to know when you look at the recruiting and staffing industry, what are the challenges that you see that, that you think you can, that you can solve? Obviously, ease of use uh, to centralize and make the process easier, and that's really the main thing as far as how we can assist them. But what I see the challenges sometimes within the uh, TAs is would be a bit of uh, maybe disengagement. Uh, they're not as focused as maybe they should be, and they're obviously focused on hiring individuals and very quickly because of the goals and quota that is put in front of them. Uh, so our challenge is reaching out to uh, uh, TA leaders and kind of, kind of hopefully bring them, okay, let's sit back and let's discuss this a little bit more detail you wanting from A to Z, uh, but how are we going to get there? And, and getting that type of communication sometimes is, is a challenge uh, to get them to a point that they can sit with us and listen to how technology can assist them uh, rather than constantly moving from uh, one bridge to other. Definitely. So when you say that recruiters are engaged or some of the client or disengaged, some of the clients that you're working with are disengaged, what does that, when you look at them, what makes you think that they are disengaged with, with the process? Actually, well, it's not common all across, but especially for clients that we have very high volume, is not so much of that they're, they're disengaged, it's just there's too many on their plate. Mm -hmm. and, and for them to really spend uh, the time that is needed uh, to finding the talent sometimes becomes difficult. Uh, there are uh, <clears throat> quotas that they need to meet and sometimes, uh, so therefore our reach out to them is, you know, you wanted a talent and now you got thousands of them, uh, but how are you going to manage them? How is that process and where, how are you reaching out to them? Are you getting to them sooner than your competitors are? Uh, how can the technology can assist you to get there? Obviously, there are a lot of clients that assume that by just buying a system, that is the solution to all their uh, problems. Mm -hmm. uh, but applicant tracking system, just like any other technology out there, you know, where you purchase something, if you don't know how to use it, if you're not using it to your benefit, is basically something that is, is going to stop you from moving forward. Definitely. So, yes, yeah, since you have a technological background and your company is so software-focused, Applicant tracking systems are really, they're, they're universal within the recruiting and staffing industry. But I want to know, and there might not be any that exist, but I would like to know if there are any softwares that people just don't know about or they're skeptical about but wouldn't 
but shouldn't be because are there any softwares out there that people don't know about or are unjustified unjustifiably unjustifiably i don't know the word or their reasons for not using some softwares aren't justified well that's a tough question to answer and and i'm sure it kind of varies from company to company uh based on the team members the uh the talent that is within the team uh we find companies that they're very talented as far as the team members but they're limited in budget and then that kind of eliminates them using certain product that may be with the system uh, in finding and qualifying talent. Uh, sometimes a politics gets involved and relationship becomes involved and that kind of causes some, uh, some process that they only have to work with certain uh, type of vendors that the company already has relationship with them although they may not have the right tools for them to use. So it's kind of a combination of many things Things that uh, kind of brings uh, possibly uh, uh, benefits or, or, or maybe challenges uh, to the TA team. Yeah, that's a that's a wise response, and I've never asked that question before, but just took a stab at it. And it makes sense that each company has their own individual needs in their own individual situations. So that 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 is a wise response from my perspective. So to close, I do I do want to to take to take a second and to paint this picture because you guys have been in business for 20, 20 years and it's been going well and and I wanted to finish finish off by hearing if you if you had your ideal vision come true for the company could you paint the picture of what you guys would do for the next two to five years and and what that would look like. For, for us would be always product improvement uh, and, and, and we try to build relationship with our clients. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, it kind of varies from company to company. Uh, there are smaller companies that their needs will never really change. Uh, they only have maybe few hires, uh, maybe on a monthly or yearly basis, and, and their need is different uh, than companies that they have thousands uh, of hires. Uh, so. Um, uh, for us to provide a product that is easier for them to use, doesn't require much of ramp, ramp up to learn, and, and at yet is feature rich at the same time, it shouldn't be in a way that it will bog them down by just clicking many places. So everything for us is how much does it take, what is the benefit, and can we reduce the time for them to hire the talent that is needed? So those are all all the questions that we have to answer before any type of product improvement for us to get them to the next level. Definitely, that is that's something that I'm experiencing as a consumer is the ease of software experience. It seems like a priority for a from a lot of different software companies. And I'm definitely noting that. And I know a lot of my friends who are involved with software have noted the same thing. I mean, there's the the checkout process with online shopping. There's grocery shopping now that you can do on your phone that is unbelievably simple. And mm-hmm. and it makes sense. It makes sense. We're always we're always pushing towards progress and efficiency and and software is no exception. 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning into another Deep Hire podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you or anybody else on your team thinks that you might be a good fit as a guest on our podcast, feel free to reach out on deephire.com. Have a great day. We love you. Love, Matt, and the Deep Hire team.